0: Welcome to this Dealers Edge online training session, featuring Jim Flint with a workshop on how to control your dealerships marketing and ad budget using what Jim calls his money ball strategies. Jim will share his ideas on ways to stop wasting your precious marketing dollars on low ROI efforts. Jim is president and founder of Local Search Group, a digital marketing agency that provides custom solutions to auto retailers for marketing in the 21st century. He is also the author of a book called Car Dog Millionaire, with advice on how to sell more cars and make more money in an internet age. I'm Mike Bowers, executive editor of Dealers Edge. There's an old joke in the advertising business that holds, I know that half of my advertising doesn't work, I just don't know which half. But wouldn't it be nice to know which half of your dealership's marketing and advertising expenditures don't work? So you could shift spending into marketing channels that do work for you. The joke is funny because it's true. Finding the answer is even more important today when an auto retailer may be writing monthly checks to 15, 20, or even more marketing vendors. Today's workshop presenter, Jim Flint, will lay out a method for identifying the marketing channels that give your dealership the best return on your marketing dollars. Today we'll learn ways to lock into a successful marketing budget. We'll see how to utilize operationally minded metrics to guide your thinking. We'll look at the best way to price and market vehicles on your website to sell with maximized profits. And very importantly, we're gonna learn ways to improve your Google Analytics tracking, so it's easier for you and your sales team to win together. Jim Flint is president and founder of Local Search Group, and he represents one of the top ten fastest growing agencies in the nation. Local Search Group is a digital marketing company specializing in the retail automotive industry. And as I said, Jim is the author of a guide for automotive sales and marketing called Car Dog Millionaire, available on Amazon. We're excited to have Jim Flint back with Dealers Edge. So Jim, why don't you take over now? The stage is yours. Phone call,
1: and I need to integrate it into my advertising so that I can determine how much of a return I'm getting on my investment. See, all this stuff that I just showed you in analytics, I had to add in the calls piece for this puzzle. And I think you should, too, because without that important detail, you really aren't understanding the full value of what it is that's happening in your dealership.
0: In fact, I'd go this far. Excuse me, Uh, Jim, Yeah, Uh, before before we hit this this slide, uh, can you take a couple questions? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, these go back to you know, those, uh, the slides about the, you know, where, where money's going these days. Uh, one question was, was how is it, in your opinion, how is it that, that print advertising, spending on print advertising, um, although it's down a lot from where it used to be, still holds up pretty well. I think it was the number two uh, channel that dealers are using. How is it that print still hangs in there?
1: I think, you know it's funny because I had a reporter from Automotive News call me about that stat And I I think our leadership teams at the dealership are still spending, you know, money on direct mail. And that is part of it. And I think that the major organizations, you know, like Gannett, which represents USA Today, or Hearst, which has a number of, you know, newspapers, as those monies go into that one location, I think there may be a little bit of distortion on the aggregate information. Right, because that's seen as a newspaper or print medium, but I assure you that those companies are selling digital products as well. So I don't know, okay. um, you know, I don't want to question the data, but inherently I question the data. And then based on retail operators and conversation, you know, direct mail can be and candidly is effective. It's especially effective when it complements the email blast as well, and it's a consistent integrated message.
0: All right. You just answered our next question, which was, does direct mail? still work, so it sounds like yes. As long as it's handled do it, it as does. As right. But yeah. Yeah. And I, I uh, shouldn't I think-
1: sound surprised in that regard. I think probably the one dramatic thing that's transpired is, you know, newspapers are are gone. And it's because of how quickly information is absorbed. You know, you wake up and you, your phone is probably your alarm and then you start checking your feed to see if there's any late breaking news or what happened on, on Facebook or Twitter or, or who knows, Snapchat, if you're a millennial, so.
0: Okay, uh, one more question before we move on. Uh, when you were um, talking about the Google Analytics and the sources of leads, uh, is a lead that comes in through Google, uh, that is if, if, uh, if a, a prospect searches on a dealer's name in Google, and gets the and then gets a, a link to the dealer. Is that considered a uh, a referral or a uh, or or a direct uh, contact?
1: That would come to under organic. If it was yeah. on a free link, if it's a if that paid advertisement was clicked, that would go under paid search. Okay. All and right. As, I think that. You, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, and as you look at this slide, as you set goals, we recognize that there are different steps to the ultimate conversion. And so as a click orientation on the right-hand side here, these are last click or direct conversion values. And what that means is this is the last thing that happened in the path that we wanted the customer to take. And so if the path, in this case, to keep it simple, was a form fill, They may have come in through other places along the way. It might have been there before they completed the form fill. And so that's what the assisted conversion value represents. It's all the things that complemented the ultimate direct conversion. And then if you really wanted to hang your hat on something that's intriguing, you can see that this assisted divided by last click, the, the column on the far right, the closer that number is to zero, the more directly effective it is. So I know social media, you can see here the one on the very bottom, doesn't have a very high volume of conversions. However, of the conversions that it has, they are very direct. And it's almost as if, if I were to speak on the art side of this scientific evaluation, that People will grow to trust you in your social media networks. And once they do that, they're more quickly
0: to convert when and if they do make the decision to buy a car. Okay, thank you. You mentioned walk-in metrics. Is there some place where we can get a report that gives us walk-in metrics?
1: You, no. Know, I mean, certain advertisers are beginning to provide that. I I have talked extensively with Google. They right now provide that information for groups of, I believe it's 70 or larger. So if you're not in some way, shape, form, or fashion part of a group that large, then you won't be able to secure it. And then, you know, with all due respect, powerful information, but it gets diluted a bit when you have 70 retail locations. Um, it would be diluted even at 30 retail locations because really most retailers kind of want to know what's going on in their store. So, you know, there are different companies, reputable companies that provide it for specific advertising, but you can't get into certain networks. So we've got this kind of deal with certain ad networks are willing to go there because the information is available and certain other you know, huge companies aren't quite yet there. But as I watch the way Facebook is sharing information, as I watch the way that Google is collecting information, you know, I think it's inevitable. We're gonna go from this era of DDPs and SRV, SRPs being highly correlated to this era of, call it what you will, registered showroom visits or registered retail visits. So. You know, at some point, RSVs and RRVs will will make their way into Google Analytics. It might be a year, it might be five years, it might be ten years. But because the technology is available, I gotta believe that it's going to happen.
0: Okay. Uh, I wonder if we can go back to slide thirty. Uh, questioner asked if you could go over that again and explain what the calculation is and what it means. Here we are.
1: Oh yes, and. So this is the Moneyball Factor that has, has been very popular over time, and we're going to send out an email after the presentation where you can order the chapter on the Moneyball Factor, and it does the deep dive into it. It's, it's, one, it's no cost for people that are listening to Dealer's Edge. Uh, we'll send out the file. It'll actually, it'll send you a link, and then you can download the chapter, and you can read through the specifics of it and the mechanics of it. But simply enough, what it is, is your new and used car vehicle sales as calculated on the income statement for a particular month divided by the unique sessions as found in Google Analytics for the same particular month. What this has done over time for me has helped organizations pull on the rope in the same direction. A lot of times, if you're tracking leads it comes down to who's entering the lead and whose pay plan is affected by it. And what this Moneyball Factor has done for organizations that I've worked in and with and for is it it basically gets everybody on the same page and we stop arguing about the accuracy of the number because we're gonna believe in our financial statement and what we print as new and used cars sold. And we're gonna believe in Google at the top line in terms of the number of sessions that come to the dealership. And so we get that conversation out of the way and we start heading down the path of, okay, now that we know where the people are and now that we know what the goal is, is, let's all go down that path to get more car sales. And as a dealer principal or a general manager who's paid on net, you're gonna wanna take a look at this number specifically and then tie it back to the profitability of your dealership. And you're gonna find a sweet spot for your store in terms of what's the right number. Some, some locations, you have a tendency to make more money at, at 2.0. Other locations, it's 1.2, 1.5. More often than not, if you're down at 0.8 or 0.7, you're probably advertising a little bit more than you should in what is otherwise a slow retail month. So it just really kinda keeps you in check to sales success. It's the other side of cost per sale that keeps organizations efficient.
0: Okay. And on uh, slide number 40, if we could get there. Okay. Uh, hmm, Maybe it's the next
1: one.
0: Uh, This is the Facebook section. Yeah, well, that's okay. Let me just ask the question then. Uh, you used the, uh, uh, the uh, something called TRP. Uh, what is what is a TRP? Okay, I look, I'm gonna get to the questions page. Uh, TRB,
1: TRP is a targeted rating point. So a TRP and a GRP are the same thing. A GRP is a group rating point. They're often used interchangeably, just like PPC and SEM are used interchangeably. PPC is pay-per-click, SEM is search engine marketing. And probably the only other acronym that I hit, and goodness knows we love our acronyms in the, in the automotive space and the advertising space, would be the VDP and SRP. I, I said the BDP one several times, so I won't say it again, but the SRP one stands for search results pages. And the difference between the two, the search results page has, for example, all the Honda Accord that you could want to buy. It's when you click down into the specific Honda Accord that it is that you want to look at that you've gone from a search results page with 25 cars down to the vehicle display page with one car. Okay,
0: all right, Uh, that looks like the end of our question. I'd like to thank all of you for attending today. Uh, As always, we know it's not easy to take time out of your dealership day. I guess especially at the beginning of the month, but we appreciate you taking that time and spending it with Dealers Edge and with Jim Flint. I'd like to offer special thanks to Jim Flint for taking his time today to share his expertise and experience with us, and for taking the time to put today's workshop together, Jim, thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for having me. And with that, I'm Mike Bowers with Dealers Edge, and we hope you can join us for our next workshop.